Hello and welcome to SureSkills Learn to Grow Shorts, where we reflect on some particular topic of interest from our most recent conversation. Today I am looking back on my conversation with Heather McGowan, and the concept that stands out to me is atomization. Heather did a great job explaining these three driving forces, atomization, automation, and augmentation. But I want to focus specifically on atomization because it is a great example of how quickly trends are materializing in today's day and age. Let's start by looking at what atomization is. Atomization is the breaking down of jobs into projects and tasks, individual pieces that can be completed and tracked. And this is common practice now among organizations, especially given the prominence of automation, which we won't get into too much today, but organizations ultimately want to match talent to task so they can use the highest quality, lowest cost actor to complete whatever work they have. So why is atomization happening and why does it matter? Um, I think first of all, it allows for agility amidst uncertainty where organizations are looking to limit the amount of staff they take on so that they can be footloose to scale up and scale down in the coming months given all the uncertainties that we are facing. It also allows for efficiency within teams and the ability to make things trackable in a place where data is obviously increasingly important. Then there's the availability of gig talent, which means that the highest quality, lowest cost actor to complete a task or a project might not actually exist within your organization. As Kingsley Aikens likes to say, there are far more talented people outside your organization than inside it. Finally, and perhaps most importantly, the increasing atomization of work means that organizations are looking for learning partners to help them fulfill tasks and stay agile in the midst of uncertainty. And that's something that we have absolutely seen in the past few months. And I wanted to give you a, a specific concrete example. We work as learning partners to some of the world's leading organizations, and many of our clients are giving us tasks that they don't want to do in-house because it's simply not effective or efficient for them. And I wanted to give you a specific example of this. So we work with a household name organization, one of the top 10 organizations in the world, someone whose services you use every single day. And they have in-house content creators building dynamic learning content. But they don't want those people spending their time responding to feedback and assessing the success of the courses they already have. So we partner with them to create a course maintenance framework whereby we reactively respond to the concerns of students taking the course to maintain those really high standards, but we also make proactive recommendations for improvements based on our own vast experience building learning content over the past couple of decades. It's a great example of the increased need for learning partnerships and the atomization of work. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. Take care and all the best.